In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. St. John tells us that the changing of water into wine at Cana was, quote, the beginning of miracles that Jesus did. The Greek word for miracle here means something more like sign. This was the first sign that manifested forth Jesus' glory as the Son of God. The very idea of what a miracle is can be misunderstood. It is often assumed that the world is governed by certain natural processes or laws. A miracle is thought to occur when these laws or processes are altered or suspended. The misunderstanding is the belief that there is such a thing as a, quote, natural process that exists independently of the word and will of God. For example, we tend to think of childbirth as a natural process. Man and woman come together, conceive, and then a child begins to grow naturally in the womb. The virgin birth of Jesus is seen as a miracle because no human father was involved in the conceiving. However, the fact is that every conception and birth is a miracle. There is no good explanation for why that series of things produces a human baby other than that God wills it to be so each and every time. This is an argument that Chesterton develops in his book, Orthodoxy. The making of wine <clears throat> could be understood as a natural process. However, it can also be understood as a miracle. There is no particular reason that grapes harvested and crushed should ferment and age into such an enjoyable beverage. You might say, well, it takes a lot of human effort to create this miracle. That's true enough, but it might just as well be true that all the human effort in the world would produce nothing at all like wine. Hebrews says, quote, In these last days God has spoken to us through his Son, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. These last words are instructive. Quote, upholding all things by the word of his power. This suggests that things like winemaking are not natural processes, but things willed by the word of God each and every time they occur. God wills that the same action normally produce the same miraculous result, but there is no law that says it must be so. The miracle at Cana is not that water was changed into wine, for that is always how wine is made. The sign at Cana 
was that the miracle or the winemaking was instantaneous rather than a result of a longer sequence mediated by grapevine and human labor. And it should be noted that there was human labor involved even at the miracle of Cana. Jesus commanded the servants, fill the water pots with water. The divine word combined with human obedience results in a transformation from ordinary water into extraordinary wine, sometimes over a period of years, but here in an instant. The correspondence between what are called natural processes and what are called miracles is important if we are to understand the work that God is doing in our lives. Many people desire extraordinary miracles, but discount ordinary miracles. Many people miss the miraculous daily presence of God in life because they want to see some special sign. The biggest miracle of our lives is God's daily redemptive presence in all things. Romans tells us that, quote, God works in all things for good for those who love him, who are the called according to his purpose. When we look back at what has happened in our lives, we discover that God has continually brought his good out of our brokenness and evil. The biggest miracle is not some singular intervention. It is God's continuous work of new creation. He keeps bringing his order and beauty out of our chaos. The main difference between the ordinary and the extraordinary miracle is the element of time. It would have been no big deal for Jesus to change water into wine over a two-year period. The amazing thing is that he did it in a moment. The growth of a tree is not a noteworthy miracle unless someone speaks and the seed becomes a tree in one day. The Christian hope is described in extraordinary terms. Christ will appear, raise the dead, and we will be changed, as 1 Corinthians says, quote, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. That will be a noteworthy miracle. Yet St. Paul also tells us that, quote, though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. What is the difference between the resurrection that will occur on the last day and the daily change that is taking place in us right now? The answer is time. God will then accomplish in a moment what he is now accomplishing in us gradually. And I do not think it is possible to fully embrace the future hope unless we have some sense of the current miracle, for they are the same thing. 
It is part and parcel of the sacramental view of life, not only to see God's miraculous presence in the ordinary, but also to prefer it to the spectacular. The spectacular miracle is a sign that makes us aware of the presence of Christ in everything. This is why Jesus got so impatient or angry with those who continually demanded miracles and signs. We betray our spiritual blindness when we demand extraordinary miracles but miss the ordinary miracles of creation and redemption that surround us each day. We come to church and hear, this is my body which is given for you, and this is my blood of the New Testament. Perhaps we pay less attention to this miracle because it recurs so frequently. But this is always a manifestation or epiphany of the incarnation, the cross, and the resurrection of our Lord. <clears throat> when we feed on this miracle food, our bodies are cleansed and our souls are washed. This change is not always immediately evident because Ordinary miracles require time. As we live in Christ for months, years, and decades, the change becomes more visible. For example, the epistle today instructs us how to respond to evil. Quote, avenge not yourselves, but give place unto wrath. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. As we live in Christ over time, we learn to respond to evil in this way. God heals our wounds with the medicine of immortality fills us with himself, teaches us how to forgive, and enables us to love. This change is no less of a miracle because it often takes a long time to see it and because our own wills play some role in it. We look forward to, we hope for the day when Jesus will change us in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. But for now, Jesus manifests forth his glory through the ordinary miracle of restoring the image of God in us by his grace and power through prayer over time. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.